You're listening to a rebroadcast of a live walk talk from Instagram. All right. Cool. So, we've got quite a few people in here now. We'll go ahead and get started. Hopefully, um, you guys can hear me okay. Um, if you're new to my ministry, my name is Matt McMillan. I'm a Christian author. I've written seven books. All of my books are available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. Check them out if you get some time. Um, I do like to point out the fact that I have no seminary degree. I'm not a pastor. And um, there's nothing extraordinary about um, my education or training. I'm a regular person just like most of you. Um, And that is, in my opinion, how we are truly supposed to enjoy this life in Christ. Just being ourselves. We don't have to be a pastor. No disrespect to pastors. We don't have to be formally educated. Um, We don't have to know a bunch of stuff. I know. The first thing that you'll hear is... um, You know, if you you want to go into ministry, you got to go to seminary. If you want to go into ministry, you got to take A, B, and C steps. I'm not seeing that in scripture. I'm seeing a bunch of people who didn't know what the heck they were doing. And they were just living their lives and enjoying this relationship with Jesus, both before and after the cross. What we have done in today's church is basically what the Pharisees were trying to do to the disciples and to Jesus. Say, you don't know what you're talking about. You need to study scripture. So don't fall for it. (laughs) You can be yourself. And I'm getting ahead of myself here, but that is actually the flesh. That's the flesh. What is the flesh? Oh, if I only knew this from the time I was young. Listen, if there's one thing you remember from what you're listening today, listening to today through this live, remember this. You are not the flesh. You have flesh, but you are not the flesh. I know this is wild. This is wild. But if we get to the truth of what the word the flesh means, and it is one word, our our English translation has a two-word translation of it, but it's one word. We understand that we are not the flesh. So anytime you see the words the flesh in scripture, it is not describing you. We'll just pause for dramatic emphasis here. (laughs) The flesh is not you. You have flesh, but you are not the flesh. So what do I mean by that? In the Bible, anytime you see that little three-letter word in front of flesh, T-H-E, the, it is referring to something that is different than your physical body. It is not talking about your physical flesh. 
Okay. The original Greek word for the flesh is hamartia. Excuse me, sarx. Sin is hamartia. We'll get to that in a minute. The original Greek word for the flesh is sarx. S-A-R-X. In scripture, the word sarx is used all throughout the epistles. Paul talks about it a lot um, in Romans 7, 8. Peter talks about it in his epistle, I think, once or twice. Then Paul really talks about it in Galatians 5. And he also talks about it in Philippians. But anytime you read the words, the flesh, the flesh, it is not referring to your physical body. When you see the words flesh, it is your body, your flesh. It's talking about your physical body. When you see the words, the flesh, it is not. So let's do a couple 101 things here to just get the flesh issue out of the way. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, Paul said that your spirit, soul, and we're talking about Christians here, spirit, soul, and body is blameless. So you're not walking around with a perfectly cleansed forever spirit and soul, but there's something wrong with your body. Your body is an instrument. There's nothing wrong with it. It's wonderful. So when you see things that says contrary to the desires of the flesh, that is referring to the desires of the flesh. The flesh has desires. The flesh, not your body. Your body does have desires, but your body's physical desires are normal. You want to have sex. You want to eat. You want to be excited. You want to sleep. These are normal things for your flesh. There's nothing sinful about that stuff. It is what you do with that stuff which can express sin. But your physical body is not the problem. The flesh is the problem. Okay? So what is the flesh? Hamartia. Hamartia is worldly ways of getting our needs met. It is finding our identity in anything that is not natural to us as holy people. Okay? You can walk according to the flesh. What does that look like? It's expressing sinful actions and attitudes. And it's even having sinful thoughts. So some people who understand the flesh, they'll say that the flesh is, you know, getting drunk, sleeping around, watching porn. Not necessarily. That's a branch of the tree of the flesh. But there's other branches. There's good looking the flesh too. Okay. There's philanthropic flesh. If I am giving a half a million dollars to a charity and I'm doing that to prove my superiority over somebody or to get attention, that's the flesh. If I'm overly competitive, even to the point of disrespecting who I'm being competitive with in a sport, that's the flesh. Um, following the Mosaic law is the flesh. In Galatians chapter five, Paul talked about the flesh ad nauseum and he was referring to following the law of Moses. 
He talks about some other things in there, but when Paul talks about the flesh in Galatians chapter 5, he's talking about the Judaizers who came in behind him and were trying to mix in Moses with the gospel. And he was so upset about it, he said they should castrate themselves. And I think he calmed down since he wrote that book, but that's how, and that was the flesh through Paul by saying that. So the flesh can always express itself through us, through our actions, through our attitudes. Uh, hamartia, it's a separate force. It, it is not you. If we look at, let's look at Romans chapter 7. Paul described the flesh and he also talked about the sin within him. So the power of sin, which is hamartia, not the verbs of sinning, but the force that entered our realm when Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve no longer believed God, that is combined, that expresses itself through the flesh. And it can come through our hands, feet, mouths, actions, attitudes, but we can also have the flesh in our minds. We can have thoughts of the flesh, but we are not the flesh. The flesh is in our physical members. The sin is in our physical members um, because we live on planet Earth, but our physical body is not sinful. Paul tells us in the very next chapter, we've been taken out of the realm of the flesh and placed into Christ. So you are not in the flesh ever. You can walk according to the flesh, but when you walk according to the flesh, it's just that. It's a walk. It's not who you are. Um, you can you can even sow according to the flesh. You know, if if I was still getting drunk all the time or doing stuff, uh, stupid stuff, I, you know, in that fashion, I would be sowing to the flesh in that fashion. But that doesn't mean I'm in the flesh. It means I'm expressing hamartia, the flesh. So the flesh is not you. You can walk according to the flesh, but it's just that it's a walk. It's an act. This is why we are instructed to walk according to the spirit because the spirit is combined with your spirit and it's a natural thing to do what the spirit wants you to do. Now, um, let's talk about translating the flesh into sinful nature. So a big issue that happened for many Bible reading Christians, especially in the 80s, is they began to think they had a sinful nature. You don't have a sinful nature, but why would they think that they have a sinful nature? And I thought this too. It's because the NIV Bible, which is a wonderful Bible, very easy to understand. In the 1980s version, they translated the flesh into sinful nature. The problem is the flesh does not mean sinful. The flesh does not mean nature. And the flesh does not mean your physical body. The flesh is not you. You don't have two natures. You don't have a good nature and a bad nature. You have one nature. Peter tells us you have God's divine nature. You have been reborn of God. You have a new practice of holiness. That's your nature. So if you do have an older version of the NIV Bible, and it still says sinful nature, you can actually go back through and put a straight line through every part that says sinful nature, and you can write the flesh above it. Why? Because the NIV Bible has changed it back. 
a lot of people had an issue with that, especially those who understood what hamartia was, excuse me, what sarks was. The flesh it does not mean sinful. It does not mean nature. It does not mean anything that has to do with us Christians. It's separate. Okay. So another thing is you don't fight the flesh. You don't fight the flesh. You're never instructed to fight the flesh. You know, you hear people say, I got to get up every day. I got to crucify the flesh. What is that? First of all, if it's talking about, if they're referring to your physical body, how are you going to crucify yourself? You get one hand nailed in, how are you going to nail the other? And then plus you would die. You see it? It's false humility. It's self-abasement. It's harsh treatment of the body. Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 5 that we are to take care of our bodies. He says in Colossians chapter 2 that harsh treatment of the body is useless. You take care of your body. We don't fight our physical body. We guide our spirit, our physical body. This is a shell. Inside, we are spirits. We control what this physical shell does. So we're not at battle with our own body. So the, I got to wake up every day and fight the flesh argument. It's not true. Um, the, I got to crucify the flesh. The Bible says in Galatians chapter five, that the, that the flesh has been crucified. You have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Do you see that? So it's separate. Go back and read Galatians five. And every time you see the flesh, no, it's not talking about you. You can also see in Galatians chapter five, that the spirit and the flesh are at battle, not you. You rest while they fight. Do you see it? And how does that work? What does the fruit of the spirit look like? What does it look like when the spirit is expressing itself through your actions and attitudes rather than the flesh? Same chapter. It looks like love. It looks like joy. It looks like peace. It looks like patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Um, you can add commitment. You can add respect. You can add all of these things that cannot be legislated. Natural things that come from you and through you as a holy person. So you don't fight the flesh. You rest. You're not the flesh, but you have flesh. You do not have a sinful nature. You have God's nature. And your mind is being renewed to these truths. As you walk according to your true nature, which is holy, blameless, set apart, you will express your righteous nature organically. You will sow to the spirit. You will be yourself. So I hope that has encouraged you guys today. And I hope it just brings a little bit more clarity to the difference in the flesh and your flesh. Oh, I did want to touch on hamartia real quick. Um, so I talked about sarks, the Greek word for the flesh is sarks, but there's also another force called hamartia. So hamartia is the power of sin. It's not the flesh. It is a force like gravity, which entered our realm when Adam and Eve no longer believe God about their supernatural perfection or their physical perfection. It infects everything like gravity. It is what makes us eventually die. It is what makes everything die. And 
hamartia um, we are dead to. So we have died to sin and we are alive in Christ. So when you understand that you are dead to sin and you're alive to Christ, you walk according to who you truly are. You don't gratify the desires of the flesh, which is expressing hamartia, and you express your holy new nature. How you doing? Good. You? Great. Great. So, the flesh is not you. You're not sinful. You can express sin, but that doesn't make you sinful. It makes you walk according to the flesh. And the only thing that makes sense to you is living righteously because you're righteous. So live righteously. When you make a mistake, understand I've died to sin. I, that's not for me. I'm a holy brand new creation. I want what God wants. You know, when you tell people you're completely forgiven and God will never forgive you again, the first thing people who don't understand this truth will say, are you saying we can just do whatever we want? That's exactly what I'm saying. You can do whatever you want because you want what God wants. And you're going to figure that out either way, either by walking according to the flesh, which you really don't want to do that. And you'll prove that as you do it or by walking according to the spirit and expressing the spirit in your righteous new nature. So you can do whatever you want and you should. Why would God save you, cause you to become a whole new creation and make his home in you, which your flesh is his temple to tell you, don't be yourself deny yourself. We have to stop applying old covenant scripture to unbelievers, unregenerated people to who we are on this side of the cross. God has remade you. You're brand new. Be yourself. Express yourself. Do what you want. Learn, grow, mature. Figure out what you want. You can't flub this up because of the promise made between the Father and the Son at the cross. You're the beneficiary to the new covenant and you're good to go. God has set this life up in Christ as such an easy thing to walk out once you understand who you are. Who are you? You're not the flesh. You have flesh, but you're not the flesh. You're righteous. You're righteous. You're just like Jesus. Yeah. You can be yourself. You can trust yourself. You can make mistakes. You can do exactly what you want. So I hope that's encouraged you guys today. Hope it's brought some clarity to you. Hope you enjoyed this walk talk with me. And I'll see you next time. Um... Leave me some feedback in the comments if you guys can't hear me or if there's some kind of distraction, let me know. I'm trying to improve these walk talks and um, make them more enjoyable for you guys. So I hope you have a great day and uh, until the next walk talk. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this walk talk. Please be sure to rate and review this podcast and share it with others. Subscribe right now so you don't miss out on any new content. To be encouraged daily, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want even more information on my ministry or to check out my books, go to 
www.mattmcmillan.com.